Welcome to the Heads Together podcast. That is what Angry Jazzy sounds like. I have recorded this podcast once already, and then I got a message from the amazing and wonderful Lena, my podcast editor, to say, Jill, there's no sound. Here's the thing. I don't script these episodes. I have a a rough idea of what I want to talk about, but I don't script them. So here I am about to have another go at recording this episode. And you know why I'm so cross? Because the last one, I feel like it was really good. So I'm hoping this one is going to be equally as good for you. (sighs) And now I'm letting go of that anger because these things happen. And I allow myself a little bit of a rant and then we accept it for what it is get the head down, go again. So we're all good. We're all good. This week, I want to talk to you about putting relationships before algorithms. This is a really, really important one for you, particularly if you are one of those people who is getting frustrated with social media. And perhaps you're finding that you're just not getting the reach or the engagement or the traction that maybe you once did or that you were expecting to. Then this episode is for you because I want us to really focus in on why we really use social media and what we really want to get out of it. Okay, let's dive in. Welcome, welcome to the Heads Together podcast. I'm Jill Mokes and I am obsessed with cutting through the noise when it comes to growing your business. Each week via intimate coaching conversations and inspirational stories, I share what it really takes to get the results you want in a way that feels right to you. I am all about attracting higher ticket opportunities, building authentic relationships and creating the abundant full fat version of your dream business. I mean, how many of us have beavered away creating a light version of what we really want? The thing is, I honestly believe when you're outstanding at what you do, there is no limit to what you can achieve. So, are you ready to put our heads together and make it happen? Let's go. You've probably heard me say this before, but sometimes I feel like social media becomes a bit of a dance with insanity. And it's this kind of crazy like for like, comment for comment, follow for follow. What's that? You unfollowed me? I'm unfollowing you. It's all a little bit disingenuous, a bit, well, no, not a bit, a very surface level. I think we say the words as in engagement and building relationships on social media. But I don't think we really take the time to plan and implement a way of doing that that's real. So that's what I want to talk about today. I think this is for you if you're ready to do social media a bit differently. I feel like we are, at the moment, drowning in this sea of sound the sames right? There are a lot of people who are following trends and they're more attached to getting the trend right, the strategy right, than they are to actually building and nurturing new connections. And one of the signs of this is if you're a follower collector, 
platforms like LinkedIn, for example, where you'll literally connect with anyone. You're just going to hit that accept button. Doesn't matter who it is, just because you just want that follower number to go up. And like Instagram, these like addicts who their day is ruined if they post something, it gets less than 50 likes, right? But I'm sure you've heard this expression before too. These are vanity metrics. They simply don't matter. They really don't matter. I tell you what does matter is understanding the part social media plays as part of an overall marketing strategy. Social media is way too fragile a basket to put all your eggs in. You know you have no control over changes that are made to the platforms. We've seen it recently. Algorithms change. The type of content that the platforms prioritize in the algorithm changes. You're not in charge of any of that. You're always playing catch up to that. And of course, the other thing is it's really impossible to tell when a platform's going to fall out of flavor. Look at Clubhouse, right? How many hours did we all waste like zooming onto Clubhouse and, and listening in in the audience to these random conversations? I thought Clubhouse was a great concept. And I know LinkedIn now has a similar function, which I'm definitely going to explore. I really liked Clubhouse as a concept, but it might have worked a few months ago. It's not even, is it still around? My God, I don't even know. I'm going to have to look on my phone and see if there is still the app. These things change. There's an ebb and flow to what works and what doesn't work on social media. If by work, we're talking about engagement levels, comments, likes, follows, those kind of things. Now, if we look at it slightly differently and look at it about building relationships, we're far less likely to fall victim of that ebb and flow of trends of what's in favour and what's out of favour or flavour, whichever you prefer. Don't get me wrong on this. I am not a social media hater. I love social media. I can waste as many hours as the next person on social media. Love it. And it's a brilliant, brilliant marketing tool. It's free. How many marketing tools are actually completely free? It's a great tool. If, and here's the biggie, if you're using it to strategically build relationships with prospective clients, potential collaborators, circle of influence contacts off of the platform, there is no point in keeping those relationships on that platform and that platform alone. Most business coaches like me will coach their clients to focus on building your email list. It's important because here's the thing, you get to sculpt the profile of people on your email list. With the right messaging, the right brand, you are going to be able to attract the right people onto that list. And once that happens, then you have this collection of people who want to hear from you, who potentially want to buy from you, collaborate with you, inspire you. So it's really important that social media plays its part in that marketing strategy. But that part is, it's the first 
thing. It's the handshake. It's the calling card. I've heard it called those things. I quite like that analogy. It's the first interaction. And it's also a way of supporting people. So absolutely support other people's content if you love it. So it is a great way of building relationships in the beginning. But the goal needs to be then to move that relationship off of the platform and into what I call real life. (laughs) I sounded like, oh, this won't travel across the pond. But for my fellow Brits, you know, the show Miranda, where the mother always says what I call, and it's something completely obvious that everyone calls it. That was a bit like one of those. So here's the thing. If you are selling a high value service or offer, then if you really master the art of relationship marketing, everything's going to change. Everything's going to change. You're not going to feel overwhelmed by that draw to be posting right, left and center with fingers crossed that your absolute dream clients are going to feel magnetized to you magically. You're not a magnet. You're never going to be a magnet, right? Visibility is awesome. It's brilliant. We need it. But actual connection is always going to trump that. It's better. It's what we're really looking for. And building relationships online, if you think about it, it's not so different from real life. Think about this. If you were at an in-person networking event, would you stride up to someone, thrust your business card under their nose and like shout in their face, do you want me to coach you? You just wouldn't right? You would not do that. And yet I tell you, I bet there are other people out there who relate to this because this is how I feel about it. Every time someone sends me a connection request on LinkedIn or a cold DM on Instagram with a long message, I don't know this person from Adam, and I get this straight away, this long DM saying, I do this thing for people just like you. Do you want this result? I can help you do this. Book a call with me now. I literally feel like they're shouting in my face. It's a terrible, terrible strategy. That's what I'm trying to say. And there is such a better way to build relationships if you have patience and if you are committed to building a prospect list of potential clients and collaborators who are absolutely right for you. And there are four things that I believe we all need to stop doing to make this work, to build real relationships instead of just watching follower numbers go up. And if you do sell these high ticket offers, this is just so important for you. So important. The first one, stop making it all about you. We spend tons of time, don't we? Well, well, certainly if you've worked with me or or followed me for a while, then you know that I urge you to spend tons of time working on who that ideal client avatar is for you. Really getting to know them almost better than they know themselves. There is not a minute wasted when you are talking to, researching, understanding, following, listening to your ideal clients, because that is the gold. That's the information that is going to make your messaging, your offers perfect for them. So this is not wasted time. However, what I see happening is that we do all this work, finding out what 
these clients' preferences are, their pain points, their desires, their secret dreams, all of those things. And then we literally completely ignore all of that and get back to telling them about what we do. What I'd love you to do is go back over your posts for the last, I don't know, couple of months and just have a look through and see how balanced you are on this. I think it's getting better. But I do think there is still a tendency to talk too much about ourselves, our story, our story is very popular at the moment. And I see people overdoing it. That's the truth. People are overdoing it. They've been told that storytelling puts the engagement up. But the problem is, I think that storytelling is important. And it plays a role, but it isn't the whole picture. And it tends to be about us. So I really want you to try and redirect your content back to what you know about your ideal clients and what they want and what they need and what they fear and what they want, but they can't even admit to themselves that they want. You know, the deep stuff and get focused on showing instead of telling. So showing them that you identify with them, that you understand them. Don't tell them, I'm a coach and I've spent X amount of time training so that I can really understand what my clients want and need, right? That's about you. You need to show them that you really understand what they want and need and what they don't want and don't need and don't like by talking about that in your copy, in your social media captions. Demonstrate your understanding of it by sharing value that either maybe it's something that addresses a pain point that you know they have, or maybe it's something that shines a light on solution that they might not have thought of before. It's got to be a better balance. And I think sharing about what you do needs to be less often than you probably think it does. So that's the first one. The second thing is to stop being disingenuous. (laughs) Now, I'm going to put my hand up as someone who has done this, still occasionally does it, but I am more mindful of it now. This is where you just go on these liking sprees, right? Hit and like without even reading the caption on the post. Ticking the engagement box by putting the bare minimum emoji and then thinking, right, brilliant, that's my engagement for the day done. Yeah, resonating. It's not good enough. It isn't good enough. If you're serious about building relationships with the right people on social media, then you've got to get really intentional about your engagement. Make a like from you mean something. Comment thoughtfully really authentically, sharing your actual opinions. That is the relationship building stuff. And that is the stuff that sometimes in our quest for consistency and ticking all the boxes of engagement, etc., that is something that perhaps we lose sight of. I would way rather you spent a little amount of time engaging very intentionally and thoughtfully than spend hours just scrolling and liking, scrolling and liking. The third thing, stop needing reciprocation. This is that dance with insanity that I was talking about earlier. (laughs) No more liking content just to get liked back. Definitely reward great content. 
really reward great stuff that you read without exception. Absolutely. And cheerlead your clients and your prospective clients and really support their good content. Support your peers. Tell them when something's inspiring, but do it without expectation, without any expectation at all. Be a generous marketer. I've always said this. It's like giving gifts at Christmas. Don't give to receive. On social media, be intentional, be thoughtful, reward with engagement the stuff that really resonates with you and that you think is excellent content. So that's the third thing. Let go of the expectation. Fourth thing, and we touched on this earlier, but this is the main one, I think. Stop trying to go too far on the first date. We've all done it. I know you want to get that prospective client's attention, especially if it's someone that you think, oh my God, I could so help this person. I know exactly what they need and I know exactly how to help them. You're desperate to be able to reach out to them and say, oh my gosh, quick, come on, we need to talk. I can really, really help you. But the problem is that it is something that's so rife now, the diving into the DMs and maybe you send one message saying hi and nothing else. One of my also pet hates. Why would you do that? And then you'll send another message saying, how long have you been in business? And then you'll send a third message with your long pitch, right? Not good enough. Not good enough. It's going too far too quick. How much do you love it when someone does that to you? You just don't. You don't. No one does. It's pants. We're too sophisticated now on social media. We've all been doing it for too long now to fall for the, you know, my heart kind of sinks a bit when I get a DM from someone that I don't know asking me how long I've been in business because I know what's coming next. I know what's coming next and and I don't want to be rude, but I also want to say, please don't do it. Stop. I know what's about to happen. I get it. It's hard to build a genuine relationship, but it doesn't happen straight away in the DMs. In my opinion, of course, I think it happens by being visible and supporting that person's content and commenting thoughtfully with intention, sharing your opinion, even if your opinion is different to theirs. That's how relationships build up. And the right time to move the conversation offline or into messages will reveal itself. That's the thing. If you're patient, it will be natural. It will feel completely natural to take the conversation into a private message or an email. It's really all comes down to, the whole of this podcast episode really comes down to, if you want to build relationships with prospective clients, collaborators, thought leaders, online, on social media, you need to do it in the same way. Treat the people the same way you would offline in real life. First of all, it starts with being someone that you would want a deeper connection with. And then it's about patience. It's about being genuine. It's about being generous. And it's about being interested in the other person and really demonstrating that. I hope this has been helpful. If it's something that you would like to explore for your marketing as a whole and where social media fits in, to a really good, robust marketing plan, why don't you book a breakthrough session with me? It's jillmokes.com forward slash apply. It's G-I-L-L-M-O-A-K-E-S.com forward slash apply. You get 60 minutes. 
with me. There's no charge. You get 60 minutes. There is an application process because I can't offer it to absolutely everyone who applies, but I do make as much time available as I can to do these sessions. So apply there. We can talk about how social media and relationship building can form a really significant part of your marketing. I hope that has helped. I feel like, hmm, so let me think, was this as good as the first one I recorded? Yeah, I think this one might have been better. So maybe everything happens for a reason and there was a reason there wasn't any sound on that recording. Who knows? Okay, until next week, bye for now. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that getting our heads together this week has filled your mind with what's possible. If you love the show, would you do me a massive favour, please? Would you leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts? It would really help you put more heads together, reach more ears and expand more minds. Until next week, bye for now. Bye for now.